You're listening to Who Needs Sleep, a podcast for parents. Today's episode, Feed, Feed, Repeat, Part 2. Hello, welcome listeners. I'm Dr. Philip McCallis. And I am Dr. Valerie Lawrence. And you are listening to the second part of our newborn feeding episode. So uh, if you haven't listened to the first part, feel free to go back and listen. It was just two episodes again. <laughs> I think there was a bit more of a focus on breastfeeding in that one. Yes. So in this one, we're going to actually talk about a whole bunch of other stuff. So bottles, formula, burping, uh, vitamin D, uh, all, and all kinds of stuff. <laughs> you know, <laughs> the usual nonsense. Oh, man. Yes. Yeah. So let's get into it. Uh, I guess we can just kind of... I continue from where we left off. So, what were you saying? <laughs> oh, I don't know. <laughs> oh, on that note, you want to just get started, I guess. Yeah. Moving on to yeah. bottles. If you do decide to bottle feed, I recommend glass bottles. I think we mentioned that in a mm-hmm. previous episode, just because yeah. they're easier to sterilize and clean. And then as far yes. as the nipples. They go, are. Yes, they are. They're great. They're great. You can boil them. You can microwave them. You can dishwash Whatever. them. Whatever. <laughs> you can put them in a fire and then you can take them out and wash them and they'll be fine. With tongs. You can just kind of hold them over yeah, a campfire. Yeah, please use tongs. <laughs> <laughs> oh, goodness. And then as far as which nipples to use. So mm. bottle sets, they come with, you know, nipples that have a slower flow. Usually just like one hole. And then as you go up in nipple size, the nipple gets a little bit bigger and it has more holes in it. Yeah. I feel like a lot of people assume that their kid is going to subsequently need a faster flow nipples. That's not necessarily the case. A lot of kids can do fine with slow or extra slow nipples the entire time mm-hmm. that they're taking a bottle. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, so so if you're buying these things, you don't need to buy everything right off the bat. That is a good point. I would say use whichever one works mm-hmm. as long as it works. And when you feel like, oh, he seems to really be wanting it to come faster, yeah. then go out and buy it the next day because it, you might not need it. Yeah, that's a very good point. With my little one, we did kind of have to go up mm-hmm. in the nipple sizes pretty quickly because he would suck so hard that he would just like flatten out and um or you know i remember my younger brother this was a long time ago but when he wanted more flow out of the bottle he just bit another hole in the nipple <laughs> to make it come out faster that way he's <laughs> It's like, fine, I got this. I know, don't worry about buying size three nipples, mother. I'll just bite more holes in it. That's impressive. Mm-hmm. That's impressive. Mm-hmm. See, they find a way. They do. Babies find Like, you a way. really will figure things out. It's okay yeah. to just kind of I'm, see how your child does with the size that you have. That's true. <laughs> I mean, we were talking before about how there's definitely such a thing as over-preparing. Yes. And if you're buying every single nipple size preemptively, you are over-preparing. Because, also, you may try that particular nipple and you may find that that baby does not like that shape of the nipple. Yeah, that's a good point. Right? In that case, then you have every single size of something that your baby's not even going to take at all. So, Or, like in my case, you buy every size and then you lose them. And so when the child does need (laughs) another size, you have to go buy another one anyway because you have no idea where it is in your house. (laughs) Oh, you're going to lose so many things. You're going to lose so many things. You're going to lose your mind. You're going to lose lose your mind. That's what I was (laughs) thinking. 
Oh, you're going to lose socks. You think you lose socks now. Wait till you have little Mm. bitty tiny socks for little bitty feet. Mm -hmm. Try to keep up with those. You're going to lose those. Everything. You're going to lose a bunch of things. Pretty much everything. (laughs) Case in point. Oh, man. So So. that being said, you know, we just recommend the glass Mm -hmm. bottles. And I think some of the glass bottle sets actually come with one or two nipples in the set, which is nice. Yeah. So you're usually. What brand did you use, Val? Uh, (laughs) (laughs) You don't remember. See, you don't remember because you don't you don't you don't need to remember um well i, I will say so for us we're using tommy tippy mm. which makes some really good uh the, the the shape of the nipples is closer to like a an actual breast mm. which is which is nice but the other one that we used for our daughter later on was life factory life um, factory, so okay. but the only thing about life factory was that i felt like they were relatively heavy mm. but both of them are really nice sets and i think one of the reasons that life factories is heavier is because it has like a silicone sleeve on the outside of it oh. uh, which makes it so if your baby drops it it's not gonna like shatter nice because <laughs> that's not the point of having glass bottles is to have something shatter all over the ground right <laughs> but, nice yeah. so, so I, that you know yeah. what those are great recommendations thank you i really do not remember yeah. what, what time. i mean i have them in storage but i have no Ideal. They were called because he, like I said, he stopped using them at, at nine months, and he's. Like, well, it doesn't matter now. Yeah, he's it doesn't like matter. You don't. Now, you don't so. need to remember it, right? But yeah. you're going back through the whole, you know, newborn mm-hmm. thing, so it's right at the top of your mind. Said, yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. This has been four weeks of. Oh yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh. Oh right. Oh. <laughs> Oh, man, that's funny. And yet accurate. <laughs> that is so accurate. Yeah. So more things on feeding. So choosing a mm-hmm. formula. So most standard formulas mm-hmm. like Infamil and Similac, their basic standard formulas are usually 20 calories per ounce. It may even say right. 19 calories per ounce. And that's because average breast milk is about 20 calories per ounce. So it's the same calorie content of mother's milk and Majority of the formulas are pretty much all the same. They're the same. They just have different the labels on them. <laughs> yeah. So I will say there seems to be a trend where people want to use anything other than what is there in front of them. <laughs> so they want like a formula made with goat milk instead of cow's milk, or they want a formula from another country because it's supposedly better. Yeah, it's it's really probably not though. Like um, mm. if you want to go organic, you know that's great. Yeah, but you should yeah. probably you should probably get your formula from the country you are in. That's true. Like Val and I are both in America, yes. so I will say if you are from America, get formula from America. It's actually. The law here, the formula has to meet standards for quality, contents, safety. And that's just not assured when you get things from another country. You you don't have that guarantee. Yeah. Plus, you have no idea what the temperature was, how it was handled on the way, Mm. if it was stuck in the Suez Canal. Is that 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 barge that was was stuck there? I mean... It was just baby formula? Is that what you're saying? (laughs) (laughs) Baby formula and... wipes (laughs) (laughs) wipes <laughs> <Yeah>. all expired <laughs> oh it's true though like there's actually kids have gotten sick or actually died from contaminated formula that was shipped from overseas yeah so just get whatever yeah. you can afford and again yeah, when you your child afford. is three i mean he's the kids not gonna like mommy you no. didn't get me that expensive formula and so now Right. You know, now you didn't get I me just that don't formula know what from to Holland, do. mom. Right, mom. Now I just don't know what to do. 
true. Yeah. I mean, nothing else is real. Like your vitamins, your CBD oil, whatever. None of that stuff is regulated. Yeah. Right. That's true. Formula is really, really regulated. Mm-hmm. And and I don't know, Val. Have you ever had anybody like ask about making their own formula? No, and I hope that I don't, because I just, <laughs> I just wouldn't know what to say. Like, please no, don't do that. How are you? There's so much. How stuff. are you going to make your own formula? Like, I'm just thinking about someone with a blender, right. In there, just because I mean, that's the kind of consistency of it, and like you an egg. Are, <laughs> and if you're an organic chemist and you are, like, if you have your own like microliter pipettes right. and scales and stuff like that. Maybe in your own hood, you make your formula in your with the hood, hood. <laughs> <laughs> with your Dolbeco's modified Eagle Medium, and uh, <laughs> that's, oh, that's for the bench lab people there. So you know, we joke, but there have actually been multiple cases in the past year here in America of parents trying to make their own formula. A bunch of them trying to make their own alkaline formula with recipes from the internet, which, yeah, and, and that's a whole other thing, the whole alkaline beverage thing. But these kids have actually come into the emergency room. They've had to be admitted to the intensive care unit mm-hmm. with rickets, with malnutrition, with seizures, hypoxemic brain damage. That is a good point. And so this is not judging. Mm-hmm. You know, this is not me judging a parent who is just trying to do what's best for their kid. We all are, you know, but uh, this is me really saying, please do not try to make your own formula. Mm -hmm. As far as alkaline goes, alkaline liquids or fluids, not only is it not better for your child, it can actually be really, really dangerous. So, you know, you want your kid to get breast milk or the thing that is closest chemically to breast milk. And really that's just a, a commercially produced quality assured formula from a brand that you trust i mean you can read every single thing that's on the side of those formula cans and try to put them together right. and honestly when to, it comes down to it i mean it's gonna be try to reverse engineer it from a can yeah <laughs> just ma- then you just you already have a can in front of you just make the formula i guess <laughs> Oh, no, and if I you're am thinking, determined. Right. <laughs> if you're thinking of uh, specialty formulas also, that's a, a different discussion actually for like a completely other day, like elemental formulas yes. and stuff yes, like yes, that. Yes, yes, yes. Nutramogen and all that stuff. Yeah, mm-hmm. we have, especially during training, we've tried them all pretty much. Oh, yeah. So. We did. We, we tried. We know what all of those formulas taste like. Just yes. So you know. And they <laughs> do not taste good mm. i think the the really implemented one i think it kind of tastes like liquid cardboard i think that was the mm. best way to describe it <laughs> oh so did i tell you i i was thinking of about nutramogen and mm. i was like what does it smell like because it's number one it smells horrible but number two it's a familiar <laughs> horrible and i realized after a little bit that it smells like when you open up a brand new bag of pet food of like dog food <laughs> that's what nutramogen smells like <laughs> It does. You're absolutely right. Yeah. Well, my dog is on a raw diet. But yeah, no, yeah. that is a very distinct, mm-hmm. interesting smell. It kind of mm-hmm. reminds me of like when you open a can of tennis ball. <laughs> oh, well, this is because you were a tennis player. Yes, yes. But yeah, it's kind of a, a very distinct smell. And uh, Yeah, you have to stop buying your dog food from Wilson. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. I, I did mention goat milk earlier, by the way. Mm-hmm. If, if you're getting a formula here in the United States... If it's cow's milk or goat's milk, whatever the other one doesn't have is added to it. 
So they end up being nutritionally equivalent. So there's not actually a difference. Yeah. I think there's some debate about whether the proteins are more digestible in goat's milk formula. Yeah. But if it's I a formula, it's, it's fine. Yeah, yeah. If it's a formula, it's pretty much already digested <laughs> because it's a yeah. powder, you know? <laughs> it's true. It's true. <laughs> so. so different labels it's you know uh, so trader joe's a bunch of the things that are trader joe's brand are actually made by like the brand name companies they just have contract to have the trader joe's box oh, put on. I, I believe it because yep. when i went to costa rica while we were in yeah. residency we went to uh. a banana plantation factory and when i mm-hmm. tell you they were just sticking stickers on them there was like dole chiquito <laughs> they were just slapping yeah. stickers it there's no difference <laughs> And I, I think that formulas are pretty much the same thing. I, I believe it. But when it comes down to it, start with the least expensive mm-hmm. standard formula. I will say American formula. Uh, yeah. Unless you're living not in America and you're listening to this. In which right. Case, hello. Welcome. Do I say get, welcome get or hello? Said. Hello. Hello. <laughs> But uh, we also do recommend just following the directions on the bottle of the formula Mm -hmm. on how to mix. Mm -hmm. Please do not dilute. Yeah, people don't know that diluting formula can actually cause seizures. Yeah, it really can. It's because your baby's kidneys cannot handle the plain water. So it's like Mm -hmm. extra water. So it throws their electrolytes all off so they can present in seizures. But Val, Val, what if it's hot out? What if it's really hot? Doesn't the baby need more? no. Give the baby the formula, how the formula is supposed to be mixed on the actual mm-hmm. container. What is pretty special about breast milk is that your breast milk actually changes throughout the day. If it is more hot outside, your breast milk will actually be more watery. And also, your breast milk has the most calorie content at night. Your breast milk has the most fat in it at night. And this is also why newborns tend to feed more in the evenings because during the day, they're getting skim milk in the evenings they're getting milkshakes <laughs> <laughs> but you don't need to do that if your baby is formula no you it's, s- it's meant to be the average of all of these things absolutely and your child can actually not get water to drink until he or she is six months old yeah so it has to be strictly formula or breastfeeding until about six months you know there's going to be so many things that are so much more complicated than you ever wanted them to be in in this process of having a baby. You don't need to make formula more complicated than it is. Just, it's usually a couple ounces of water first and then put in the scoop. That's the directions for the vast majority of formulas. And that's it. Mm-hmm. Mix it up and go. Don't <laughs> add more water if it's hot. Yes. Don't decrease water if it's cold. I don't know that anybody does that. Yeah, yeah, just just, just follow. Do it. what it tells you. Yes, just follow the directions on <laughs> the bottle. Um, so mm-hmm. with formula-fed babies, there's usually some multivitamins that are actually in the formula, including like vitamin D. Mm, Breast, yes, breastfed babies. A mother's milk doesn't have a lot of vitamin D in it. So if you're going to try to exclusively breastfeed, you need to continue to take your prenatal vitamins daily mm-hmm. or postnatal vitamins while you are breastfeeding in order to keep your vitamin level up. 
because breastfeeding does kind of suck the life out of you, literally. So you need to continue <laughs> to take either prenatal or postnatal vitamins. Uh-huh. <laughs> and then also... Chomp uh, on the Flintstones. Yes, something. something. Um, and then also your child may have to get started on vitamin D supplementation. Right. Yeah, so just keep... Every baby, actually. So they, they used to say that formula-fed babies didn't need it because there is actually some vitamin D wow. in the formula. So this is yeah. new. So all babies need mm. vitamin D. Interesting. All babies need vitamin D. And actually, so formula-fed babies they should be taking vitamin D until they're getting the appropriate amount of formula, which would give them as much vitamin D as it would be in that supplement. Mm, And that amount is, drumroll, 32 (laughs) ounces a day, every day. That's usually not until they're like six months old, Mm -hmm, really, mm -hmm. that they're taking that much. And then they start eating food and they start taking less formula, Mm -hmm. in which case then, sorry. (laughs) (laughs) You looking at that baby monitor? (laughs) I'm looking at the baby monitor. <laughs> making sorry, sure everybody's still alive. Just making, sure, <laughs> just making sure somebody's not screaming into the camera. So, um, but yeah, so so usually what happens is right around six months when that baby starts taking food, they start decreasing the amount of formula. And then they're no longer taking that 32 ounces from they were taking. That's so at that point, point, they would need to start up vitamin D again anyway. So just assume that most kids who are not living on the equator like where Val is. <laughs> <laughs> you know, that should, natural vitamin should D. Should get vitamin D. Yeah, so what's yeah. interesting about sunlight vitamin D, I think it only accounts for like 10% of the amount of vitamin D you need to take daily, unless you're mm-hmm. out in the sun like all day with like no clothes oh, on. But right. <laughs> please do not quote me on that. My child was starting on vitamin D drops because I was breastfeeding. Mm-hmm. And I will admit, I would forget to give it to him. So he didn't get you it. You will forget. He didn't get it every day. I do forget mm. to take my <laughs> prenatal slash postnatals daily. Mm-hmm. But when I remember it, he gets it. So Yeah. That, I mean, I think that's sort of known that you're going to forget. Mm-hmm. I will say, if you're choosing a vitamin D, there's prescription vitamin Ds. And the one that my daughter was prescribed, I did not like. Mm. It was it was like, it had like a butterscotch flavor added. I'm like, Ew. why is there a butterscotch flavor? What? No, thank Who? you. What? Um, Butterscotch, what is it? Yeah, I know. A grandpa? (laughs) (laughs) It was Werther's original brand vitamin D drops. Man, is she a grandpa at church handing out candy to the the children's choir? (laughs) I will say that the more common vitamin D, you have to give an entire milliliter. Mm -hmm. But there are plenty of companies that sell a vitamin D where it's in this oil and you literally have one drop. Oh, that's it's one, nice. So it's not even a milliliter. So that's great because you can take that one drop and you can put it right on the nipple. You can put mm-hmm. it right on the bottle. You can start having the baby feed and you can sort of drip it into the corner of their mouth while they're in the middle of a feed. That and it just sort of fantastic. seeps right in there. So th- that's what we do. Yeah, because with Liam's vitamin D, at this point, we kind of have to hold him down and kind of squirt it in his, <laughs> into his cheek and then See? blow in his face and make him <laughs> <laughs> And it always ends up with him going, oh. You have to insult him. <laughs> You've got to trip him, and then when he's when he's yelling, you've got to put it in. <laughs> oh, I I swear it's like MMA fighting, and it's like Brazilian jiu-jitsu when we have to give him mm-hmm. his Motrin to make his teeth feel better. Yeah. Oh goodness, mm-hmm. joys, joys of mother. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So those little vitamin D drops, uh, rather than the liquid, are so much easier to get. I mean, you it can makes just sense. drop it on that mouth whenever. Man, yeah. Philip, you are coming in with a lot of knowledge today. My goodness, I'm, I'm learning I'm, myself. Valerie, I am in the thick of things right now. 
I am in oh, the weeds man, here. Oh, man, you are in the muck and mire, little blue truck. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, when, once you guys have children, you will understand that reference, because I think little blue truck is, <laughs> is a popular, <laughs> popular yeah. book. Val, what do you recommend for burping for babies? Well, of course, for babies. Why am I so... <laughs> <laughs> Come here, puppy. Val, what do you recommend for burping for your uncle? How's he doing? <laughs> for babies, I recommend that you um, burp them after every feed. For those babies who kind of spit up quite a bit, you kind of want to burp them frequently during the feed. Um, so like yeah. smaller feeds, frequent burping. Yeah. I prefer to kind of sit them up. You know, mm-hmm. support their chests and kind of lean them for it, but have them sitting up because I feel that that just kind of moves the air a little bit better. Yeah. And you just kind of pat them on the back. And not every baby is going to make that whole like loud belch noise, yeah. but that's okay just, though. Yeah, that's okay. As you and your child trying to kind of figure each other out, you'll probably get better at burping as a baby gets better at burping also. Yeah. Especially in the first two weeks of life, you kind of want to just give them maybe like 10 ml, so not a full ounce. Take them off, you know, release the seal, yeah. burp them, and kind of slow them down a bit because they will just swallow a lot of air while they're yeah. sucking down from a bottle. So Yeah. I mean, I think that you look for natural slowdowns in your baby's feeding as an opportunity to pick them up and burp them. Mm-hmm. So really pay attention to what that baby's doing. If they slow down and it's like the middle of the feed, take them off and burp them. You don't need to, you know, rip the breast or the bottle away from them. <laughs> like, because, please, like, please it's don't been do enough. that. <laughs> no, please don't do that. They will be so angry. <laughs> Not only that, but the woman that's attached to that breast will be hang- angry too. Rip the yep. kid off. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, don't do that. But um, you need a burp. No. Um <laughs> Oh, with the keeping them upright for the burping, it it turns out the amount of gas that comes out has more to do with how long you do that rather Mm -hmm. than when you hear a burp. So even if you're like, oh, the baby's a good burper, but he's spinning up all the time. Well, keep them upright on you for a good, you know, five, ten minutes, really. Or if you don't hear a burp, like Val said, keep them upright because there's still gas coming out even Mm -hmm. even if you don't hear it. It will make everyone in the house a lot happier if you just, just keep patting them for a bit, you know? Keep patting them. It's funny because uh, my kid's dad, I would be up here patting him and he'd be downstairs in the laundry. And he would tell me, he said, I can hear you patting that kid's back all the way outside. (laughs) (laughs) Just hear boop, 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 boop. It's because he spent a lot of time in the NICU and then the nursery hearing those nurses pat those babies back. Just like, I'm not, look, he's comfortable, he's quiet, I'm just going to pat him. <laughs> it sounds like, are you working on a punching bag or are you burping our baby? Which of <laughs> Are you installing a new floor or are you burping our child? <laughs> I'm like, he's fine, he likes it. If he didn't like it, he'd be screaming. <laughs> So with bottle feeding, we also recommend don't prop up the bottle. Like if your kid's Mm. in the car seat or just somewhere where the bottle can be propped, we recommend do not. Yeah, the bassinet. Yeah, the bassinet. Do not prop the bottle. Recommend you should actually hold the baby, hold the bottle and actually pay attention to how Mm -hmm. much the baby is feeding. Also, your baby's not a hamster. (laughs) You're not a hamster. You don't need to have the bottle just (laughs) hanging there right there in front of their mouth. (laughs) Be, oh, be involved. Be, yes. be involved in that in that 
portion of thing. Yes. And it's, you know, it's a fun time. Feeding can be fun, especially you're going to notice mm-hmm. after they feed, they'll fall asleep and they'll just start to smile. And it's so, oh, it's so it's adorable. So I mean, they're just, That's so wonderful. they're just smiling. Enjoy they're, just, it. they're just like, hmm. Yeah. Hmm. <laughs> like it's so. It's it's like a mindfulness exercise mm-hmm. in, in the best way. Yes. Yeah. Be more engaged. You don't need to. Your baby doesn't need a beer helmet way of feeding, right? Just, be, you know, be, be there for it. Yes, yeah. yes. And just appreciate, mm-hmm. you know, as Philip yeah. likes to say, embrace, embrace the fun. <laughs> oh, yeah. What was it? Was it surrender to the fun? It was either surrender oh. or embrace. Right. Oh, man. So, Philip, I think we pretty much covered a lot uh, of things. Oh, so we, we did. storage. So when you decide to pump, oh. yeah, I was fortunate enough to that when I did start pumping, I really only had to pump twice a day and I actually had a pretty mm-hmm. good supply. So I would pump and then, you know, put it into the sterilized bags and put it in the freezer. If you have a regular refrigerator freezer, the mm-hmm. milk can stay in the refrigerator for about a week and it can go into the freezer for about three months. If you have a deep freezer, it can go into the deep freezer for six months. That's a good way of remembering mm-hmm. it because it's more complicated than you would think. Because <laughs> you're like, wait a second, but what if I pump it and then it sits out for like a couple hours, which it's okay if yes. that happens, you it know? Can actually stay out at room temperature, room temperature being up to 82 degrees, I think it is. Um, but it I, can, yeah, well, I think it's 82. Valerie, I'm looking at a Target generic brand breast milk storage bag what is it (laughs) keep in a cool Um, dry place (laughs) yeah it's a 66 to 78 78, so yeah and that's a pretty big range yeah yeah Yeah. so and it can stay out in room temperature i do believe room temperature is up to 82 but you know you're in hawaii yeah so that's room temperature for yeah but it can stay at room temperature up to four hours i think we mentioned that in a previous episode too i think so this bag says like you room temperature up to six hours. Look at that. Regardless, Four you don't six. have to you don't have to put it away like right that moment. Basically, the deeper and deeper cold that you store the breast milk at, the longer it can be there. Like it, there's a difference between breast milk that's stored in the front of the refrigerator versus all the way in the back, mm-hmm. where it's going to be more consistently cold too. And the best is a deep freezer, which can be there from six months to twelve months. Yes. So that's I mean yes, that's a pretty big difference. So, it is. Yeah. And what's also something that will help is that if you actually get an ice cube tray just for your breast milk and if you freeze it in the trays each cube is one ounce and you can put the cubes in the Mm. actual um, storage bags so then when you want to thaw some milk you can just thaw it by the ounce instead of thawing like a whole eight ounce bag and the baby doesn't finish it you can actually thaw out um, individual ounces we should start doing that that being said i did not do that because i um didn't feel like it so (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> that's valid yeah it's a valid it's reason a good recommendation but i just yeah. didn't feel like oh, pouring the milk in. into ice cubes and then taking the ice cubes out putting in the bags i just poured yeah. the milk in the bags and like, put it up do i really want another another step no a whole but i mean it's a do. very helpful yeah. tip so that's actually so as far as breast milk safety goes 
um, and formula safety. Regardless of whether or not it's breast milk or formula, once that baby starts feeding from that bottle, you can't then save that bottle. Right. Again, uh, which is a little painful sometimes because sometimes you end up having to discard. But once that baby starts feeding from that bottle, they've got X amount of time before they finish it or don't finish it. Mm-hmm. And then it, you can't put it back in the fridge. Right. Or free, it's free unfortunately because, you know, yeah. the bacteria in the air and the bacteria in the baby's mouth can um, mm-hmm. not be good. So if the baby drinks a little bit from the bottle, you really only have like 45 minutes to an hour that you can kind of continue to feed the baby, which does hurt. I'm breastfeeding mother. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's just like, it no, does. that that liquid gold you got there, did you just pour that out? <laughs> yeah. It's, it hurts your heart. Yeah, that it's that whoever came up with the phrase, uh, uh, don't cry over spilled milk, Oh, uh, probably never <laughs> breastfed a baby or fed exactly. a baby breast milk. Because it's, it's yeah. you know, because you're like, oh, that's, I made that specifically yeah. for this child. This, this child, this is the only purpose of this. I know. Yeah. <laughs> I, you know, the, you know, I think that range for breast milk uh, after it's pumped, how long it could stay out at room temperature. If you look at the CDC guidelines and stuff, it'll say four hours. Hours, or if it's cleanly expressed, six to eight hours. How do you what cleanly does that mean? express? I have no idea. Cleanly I don't know what express. Who's who's not cleanly expressing? You would think because, like you know, you have to sterilize all the pump equipment and everything before you yeah. use it cleanly. Like, do you have to like what's clean? What is cleanly expressed? I don't even know. I don't know. Either. So, regardless, if you're not going to use that milk right then, just just chill it. And I'll tell you what we did because we relied on pumping. We have one of those little coolers that like you can change out the plug so it can plug into your car's I honestly think we yeah. spoke about this in a previous episode because I was like, that's cool. Oh, uh, yeah, you plug it up yeah. into the um, the thingy in the car. <laughs> yeah, exactly. A little <laughs> tiny fridge. So like we didn't get a dorm fridge or anything, but we got one of those little tiny cooler fridges to have that's just like right up there in our room right near the bed. And so that way she could always just, if she's not going to use it right then, I just shove whatever it is in there <laughs> and it's good and we can deal with it in the morning. We'll deal with it in the morning. Um, yeah. A nice thing that I had was a silicone suction pump. So it's yes. a handheld. Those are great. Yes. If you guys can get your hand on one of those, because especially like when your milk supply is completely in, when your child is feeding on one side, the other breast will actually start to leak. And it's one of those situations <laughs> yep. where you're like, no, yep. I don't want to waste this yeah. milk. So if you have that silicone suction manual pump, you can actually just put it on the other breast. Mm-hmm. And then that breast will empty while your child is feeding on yeah. the other side. Just like passively. Yes. You don't actually need to hook up a real breast pump no, to that. It's just something it's that collects. fantastic. And of course, when you use that, especially in the middle of the night, you really just kind of place the silicone cup on the nightstand. <laughs> And then put the child mm-hmm. back to sleep. And a lot of times yep. that silicone cup full of milk will just stay on the nightstand until the morning. There. It'll hang out there and for a while. And it's yeah. okay. You have to toss it, but yeah. it just kind of helps yeah. relieve the pressure. And Now, um, if you have a little cooler right next to your bed, <laughs> you can just shove that little silicone because the brand that oh, you use. Oh, man. You can just put that right in the that cooler. That is so nice. smart. Because I was actually trying mm. to either get his dad to go like run it up to the fridge or I would try to take it. And then it's just, I mean, you like waking them up. No, you know them, hey, that, you know how you take run this that. Over the- Ladies is that second knuckle on your index finger. <laughs> it's the perfect poker to wake somebody up. You just go right in between the ribs <laughs> and you jab, you just go, Ugh. it wakes them up a hundred percent. 
It works. <laughs> it has to be that second knuckle on an index finger, though. You have to grit your teeth like this, and you have to go, why are you sleeping? Get up. <laughs> Neither of us are sleeping. You're the only one. <laughs> help, Put this in the fridge. Help me raise this child. <laughs> <laughs> Pull your weight. Pull your weight. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you just have to be up because uh, I'm up. No other reason. <laughs> oh, if you are using breast milk storage bags, if you're not doing the ice cube tray thing, don't fill it up all the way. Yes, yes. You'll if you if you didn't already know this, you're gonna you're gonna you know water expands mm-hmm. uh, as it freezes. <laughs> so just don't fill. It. There will be a line on it. Yeah, it'll tell you. Please don't and fill it up. Please do not disregard that it. line. Like they don't know what they're talking no, about. No, <laughs> leave it. That bag has no reason to lie to you. <laughs> Otherwise, you shall have a mess in the freezer. And that's exactly... We'll label them. Yes. Yes. Label them, too. Sharpie marker. Yeah. Label. Sharpie, masking tape. Yes. You know, something like that. Oh, so what do you do, Val, when you want to then use that milk that you froze? So what I used to do is we would take out the bag of frozen milk, put it in a cup of warm water. You don't really want to boil the bag. That being said, I have yeah. poured boiling hot electric teapot water over it as well, just mm-hmm. in a fit of, we need to get this thought now. It's not recommended that you boil the bag. So you just put it yeah, in. Yeah, don't do that. <laughs> yeah, don't do that. <laughs> you put do it. Do as they say, not as they do. <laughs> That that should be the name of our podcast. Do as I say. Not do as I say. <laughs> You're listening to Unreasonable Demands <laughs> with Dr. What? <laughs> oh man. But yeah, just a cup of, you know, warm, oh. like kind of hot tap water. Put the yeah. bag in there. It thaws pretty quickly. Just don't warm it up in the microwave. Yeah. Don't warm it up in the microwave. Yeah, that makes like a hot spots inside the bottle if you warm it oh, inside yes. the microwave. So the bottle might not feel that hot, but then there will be bits of it that are like scalding. So yeah, it's, I mean, it's, actually, it's pretty much yeah. like anything you put in the microwave. You know, like, mm, yeah. stick your finger in it. Half of it's cold. The other, one's, right. the other side is <laughs> a thousand degrees. You're like, hmm, let me stir it up. <laughs> Oh, yeah. Yeah, yes, we've all don't had Don't put the bottle in there. You've had a microwave burrito. If you're listening to this, come on. You know what this is. Or one of those microwavable frozen sandwiches that come in a little plastic yeah. wrap. You open one side of the plastic and put it in the microwave. You've microwaved like a plate full of Totinos and not flipped them midway through. And you know what happens. <laughs> or bagel bites. You know what I mean? Uh, sometimes you're in a pinch. You know, sometimes mm-hmm. you're in a pinch. And I will say some of the things that heat up milk, they're like these rocket boil kind of things. They really, you know, heat them up quickly. But there is going to be some point which you've got this baby who's crying, who wants to feed now. Mm-hmm. And you realize that the only option you have is thawing out this frozen breast milk. Mm-hmm. And you're going to be doing that as quickly as is humanly possible. Yes. Yeah, you're going to denature some proteins and maybe yes. some vitamins <laughs> or minerals along but the way. You know, but for that, that one feed... Yes, exactly. You know, shake the bag up, put it in the bottle, you know, check it on your wrist, wrist, the inside of wrist. I mean, it it really is a good spot to check the temperature, make sure there's not any air pockets in it. Oh, right. Oh, after you thaw that breast milk, you've got to use it within a day. Yes, you cannot refreeze it. Yes, you cannot refreeze it. I know, it's annoying because then it's like you have to remember what bag was from when and what the... Yeah, yeah, really, really label those. I mean, it really... Uh, I just just label the bags as much as you can. Label the <laughs> bottle if you can. Like if you have the milk in the bag and you put it in a bottle and the kid actually doesn't feed from it at all, label the yeah. bottle. 
Yeah. That means that you're going to find a bottle way back in the back of the fridge when the uh-huh. kid is, you know, three. Three. And you're, <laughs> <laughs> and you're be like, oh, my God. Oh, no. <laughs> I don't want to open this. <laughs> All right. Well, we've got to uh, leave these people alone, I think. <laughs> that, was, that was a lot. <laughs> yes, it was a lot. And as always, we are no substitute for your child's doctor. Yeah, we're like your friends, right? right? We're, we're like your, your, friends c- like your friends that don't want you to call you after 8 p.m. <laughs> <laughs> it's true. It's true. So if you have real medical questions, make sure you talk to your doctors. Oh, and but please do actually call with your questions because we do want to hear <laughs> please. them. Please. Yeah, we do want to, we do want to answer them. It's 313-364-YON. 313-364-9296. Call us anytime. Uh, and um, then also, you know, you can also email us at two tired docs at gmail.com mm-hmm. as well. All of this is on our website, twotireddocs.com. Um, so thank you so much, everyone, for listening to <laughs> Two Tired Docs today. Um, that's not the name of our... That's not the what? That's not the name of our podcast. That's not the name of our podcast? <laughs> <laughs> thank you so much for listening to Who Needs Sleep, a podcast for parents what is he doing in the background there that is his fisher price popcorn lawnmower oh so liam says see you never bye <laughs> give me my mom back <laughs> all right thank you and good okay. night <laughs> good and good night <laughs> bye everybody bye <laughs> <laughs>